The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Welcome to another episode of Adventures in Geek. I've already done this in what you're about to listen to. I might have, I might have not. But I am filling in for me and Jordan right now. This is in the future more than what we've just done. But a while ago, we went to LeakyCon and we had the best opportunity to meet and interview Chris Rankin or Percy Weasley. Wait, wait, wait. What's LeakyCon? Okay. So LeakyCon is basically like Star Wars Celebration, but for Harry Potter. So it's like a Harry Potter comic con. Yeah. Who am I? You're my dad. You didn't introduce Well, that's because you didn't talk on the thing. I didn't know you were going to be talking or I would have introduced you. Well... First, we're going to talk. You're going to talk about your time at LeakyCon. Then we're going to talk about your interview that you and Jordan had with with Chris, which I recorded because I'm the one who ran the software <laughs> in the laptop, and I wanted to leave it just for you and Erd to to chat with him. Ooh. So, and we'll we'll end the show with that interview. Yeah. Um, but talk about LeakyCon like what we did or just like what it is yes okay so LeakyCon isn't like a universal or JK Rowling like sponsored thing like it was made by fans so like that's why you're not gonna see like Emma Watson Daniel Radcliffe like you're not gonna really see them there because they probably don't get enough money to have them appear at these conventions but they are able to get percy weasley uh they've gotten um, i'm dobby they've had dobby i have no clue oh but i'm dobby you're weird (laughs) but anyways when we went we had a lot of fun it was a lot smaller than we thought but yet Orlando was like the tester. It was the first leaky con after the pandemic. So we had to cut them some slack. We had a lot of fun. There are a lot of cool costumes. Like there was a lady in a wheelchair, like in a scooter. And she had the whole Dolores background, like Dolores Umbridge background. Uh, She's a man, man. Oh, really? (laughs) She was a man. Well... I just saw the costume. I didn't get to see the face, so that's my fault. It wasn't really the face. It was walked by, and whoever was with this person asked, how are you doing? And this person goes, I'm doing fine. People, holy crap, that's a man. <laughs> Great costume, though. Yeah, and, like, there was someone dressed up as Luna and, like, a paper mache her whole 
Gryffindor lion head. There were like there was people as chocolate frogs, birdie bots, boxes. Um, what else? We saw Snape. There were two really good Hagrids. Uh, who's the guy? Second <laughs> professor of dark arts teacher. Gilroy Lockhart. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was cool. So he, so he's like in the movie. He has like this stray jacket part when he tries to play Moody. And no, not when he plays Moody. Uh, it's after he had been zapped by Ronald's Ron's uh, broken wand, and he's sent to the asylum. Oh yeah. That's why he had the straight jacket. Yeah, and it said. Um, but his he, he had, had a, like a tablet thing that says, "Do you know who I am?" With a picture of him moving with his Azkaban number. That was a cool costume. Yeah. And then we also, um, like, there were a lot of people that, like, handmade wands, stickers, buttons. What else was there? Uh, Something I hadn't seen before, but I guess it also is becoming a new thing. Because apparently it's going to happen at Dragon Con. Is the ribbons. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. The ribbons. The ribbons were awesome. So, like, once you shopped at a vendor, they would have, like, these sticky ribbons that you could put on your badge. And some people didn't get enough, so they'd be like, oh, no, this is only for my customers. Or they'd be like, oh, sorry, I ran out. And we're like, okay, no worries. Like, we'll go find other ones in other places. And, like, there was one, my personal favorite was, it was this purple one. And it said, um, a bus for the fallen wizards or something like that. And it had the night bus next to it. And the night bus is one of my favorite things from Prisoner of Azkaban. Like, I love the night bus. And we look... And there was the night bus one, and we grabbed it. There was also Ahsoka stuff, so that was plus two. <laughs> the one thing we saw more of well, was Star Wars and, we may, and Alice and stuff. We may, uh, if we go back next year, we may get ribbons made up for you to hand out, out or trade. Yeah, it would probably have our logo and say, bye for now, because that's like the thing I say. Yeah. And if we had two, it would be probably like a pyramid in, say, the Temple of Toys. No, it would be something for Jordan. Yeah. What does Jordan say a lot? Oh, that's... I'm right and you're wrong. Other than that, but uh, I don't think that's something you would put on a ribbon. Figure it out. Or whatever her sign-off is. She's mainly pushing me to do the sign-off because she's sometimes podcast shy. So, um, favorite moments of LeakyCon? Uh, even though we didn't get it, it would have been cool if we got the butterbeer mugs, how you'd have, they had like those. Well, that wasn't butterbeer. Well, like it had a butterbeer option. That was a company that travels to a lot of conventions. conventions. Yeah, because they were at Megacon too, Mm -hmm. but a favorite moment I had was probably when the lady gave us our letters to Hogwarts. Okay. That was really fun. There was a cosplayer 
who was just handing out letters and it was like the wax seal stamp and on the back it said it had um leaky con guest 2022 and instead of having privet drive it had the address for the convention center and inside was a letter to hogwarts and like a link or something to their merchandise then it came with the like key the keys with the wings and something else that I can't remember. And my other favorite thing was my butterbeer candle. <laughs> there was a lady who was selling butterbeer candles. And, like, she took, like, the glass, like, beer cups and made a butterscotch candle and, like, um, a cream topper, like, foam something to make it look like a glass of butterbeer and as it slowly kind of melted that it looks more and more like butterbeer it smells so good though what was your favorite part i just had fun watching you and jordan and uh and the moms at the show there you gotta remember this was a few weeks after i had knee surgery and that was one of the, the longer walks I had truly done, and I, I was hurting. Yeah. It was okay. I, we, I found places to sit. We sat. We had a good time. We all know Miss Elisa's favorite thing was her Florida Lee tiara. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Jordan's favorite thing was there, actually. I think it was probably... I would say the ribbons and just like you, the sticker hunting. Yeah, there was a lot of sticker hunting or like they would have like they would take the shoe, the clear shoe, like door hanging racks and fill it with their stickers. And we went to one booth and they had stickers of like the books of what the books looked like. And Jordan found a goblet of fire and I was trying to find Order of the Phoenix because Jordan's favorite is Goblet of Fire and mine's is Order of the Phoenix. And they had hers, but they didn't have mine because someone took the full set. And there was very limited Order of the Phoenix because it's one of those less popular movies. Because the three, four technically most popular movies are Sorcerer's Stone, Goblet of Fire, and Deathly Hollows are the most known, probably. So they make more of those products what was another favorite moment of the of the day the interview speaking of which why don't we go ahead and do that interview right now why not (laughs) (laughs) i'm very awkward so just warning you 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 are Um, fine crap what was i saying (laughs) i swear this happens with every guest i forget like we talk about it 10 minutes before um i'm zoe I'm Jordan, and you can introduce yourself because we're weird. And I am Chris Rankin, uh, best known, I guess, as Percy Weasley. Everybody's seventh favorite Weasley child (laughs) from the Harry Potter film series. We clearly know the order, and I don't think you're in the top three because you're not, like, talked about a lot. And and Percy, Percy's the one everybody loves to hate, isn't he? Really? Probably, because he portrayed the family. family. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, he did. You, you did, 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 did. Yeah. 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 There's no getting around that. <laughs> yeah. 
But we'll, we'll forgive you. We'll forgive oh, thanks. You. Thanks. We blame your character, not you. Yes, good. Yes. <laughs> so you can go first. All right. Your so questions are shorter. Did you kind of know, like, the books before you, like, went to go become this character? Yeah, very much. Uh, like, my. So my mum. We're, we're going back a really long way here, are we? Like, we're going like back 20, 20. Well, it's 25 years, isn't it, since the first book was released? So it's yeah. 20. I first, so the first book I read was Chamber of Secrets uh, when that came out because my mum was an English, she still is an English teacher, but she was an English teacher and she taught English at the school I went to. So every summer holidays, my mum would bring some new books back from the school library that the librarian was thinking about, like putting into the library so that they, and she'd get me to read them and like give an opinion and go, yeah, this one's great. This one's not get five of those people, you know, like just for an opinion of an actual child. And so I read Chamber of Secrets in a tent on a campsite in the south of England on holiday and then went straight out and bought Philosopher's Stone and read that and then read Chamber of Secrets again. And then, yeah, that was it. I was, I was, I was in. Yeah, we're, we're not, we're more of the movie people because we haven't had a chance. Like she doesn't have all the books, but I have all the books, <laughs> but I haven't read them. That's fine. I've read, That's you fine. know, 20 pages into the first one. That's right. I mean, the, the films do kind of cover it, you know, they cover yeah. the main points. Well, yes and no. They sum kind it up of. a little yeah. bit. We, we get they from the beginning it. to the end, and somewhere in the middle it all gets right. We, so. we get what happens yeah. in the movies, yeah, you but... Get the gist of it. Yeah. Um, so, my first question is, your character was described as tall, thin, and he wore glasses often, mm -hmm. and, like, he was... Often looked silly or odd. My biggest question out of that information is... Was your character originally supposed to have glasses or like, why yeah. doesn't it have so glasses like described really, in the book? That is a really good question. Um, and the the simple answer to that is actually there's not a simple answer to that. I asked <laughs> that question because I was because I was the book nerd and I loved the I like I really loved the books. And I just assumed that like I'd never been in a film before. I didn't know. So when I went to have the first costume fitting and everything. I just assumed that they would literally read the book and go, Percy has horn-rimmed glasses and is like this, yeah. this, and this. And they would just go, horn-rimmed glasses, tick, like tick down the costume list. And I was like, why hasn't he got glasses? And I, the reason I was told, and I think I'm remembering this correctly, is that they wanted the focus to be that Harry Potter was the only kid that wore glasses so that his wearing glasses stood out like more. Because if everybody was wearing glasses, then Harry's just like another kid. But it's very much about... Like that image. how different he looks yeah. from everybody and else. That image of Harry with the hair and obviously the scar and the little round glasses is such a like iconic thing. Thing. If everybody at Hogwarts was wearing glasses, like he would just be another kid in the crowd. It would just, like it just wouldn't work. So that was the reason I was told. I was disappointed about that though. Yeah. There's a whole thing in the third book uh, where Percy, when he becomes head boy, they go to Egypt. Um, which isn't really covered in the film. It's kind of just covered well, with the Daily Prophet. Yeah, they just thing. have yeah. the Daily Prophet. But it's a bit more of a thing in the book. And in the books, there's this whole thing about Percy being so proud and so excited about being head boy that he has his head boy pin on his Fez hat that he's got in Egypt. Mm -hmm. So I insisted on that. And if you look really carefully, he's got his... That's, that, that's, that was my like, if I can't have the glasses, I'm going to have the head boy badge on the Fez. That's, that's <laughs> a cool Easter egg. Yeah. So you have to look, it's like a second, like a split it's second. It's like, pause it. Yeah. Okay, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly Percy didn't get along with his family very well, but did you get, like, 
really well, like with the other actors who played the Weasley family? Yeah, I think so. I, I hope so. I think so. Um, <laughs> it's like that's. It's, it's like a real family, I guess. Like, and I think maybe that says a lot about how well we were cast because. Yeah, I think we all had actual elements of our characters in us. Like, the twins are the twins, you know? <laughs> they really are, like, mischievous, but also really quite smart and, like, always ready with a plan. Um, and Rupert's just daft. <laughs> He's just mad. Um, and Bonnie's... Yeah, Bonnie was the youngest, like, who plays Ginny. She was the youngest one, and we were all very protective of her. Um, and obviously, Julie Walters and Mark Williams, who play our parents are like the most awesome people in the world. Yeah. Like you you want Julie Walters to be your mum. Like it was like, funny when we're really big fans of Mamma Mia too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we we saw her and my mom's like, you know that's Molly Weasley, why? Right? Yeah. right? And I'm like, what? No, it can't be. She doesn't have red hair. Yeah. She's like, that that's Molly mm-hmm. Weasley. I'm like, what? It was just kind of like a major freak out. Like yeah. it was like it was like, whoa, we didn't think she would be in two of our like favorite things ever. Yeah. Julie Walters is one of the best in the world. One she's one of the best actresses and she is one of the best human beings in the world. Like she is she's fab. I love her. Okay. Uh, my next question, which we were actually watching I was watching some of the movies last night. Um you I you if you don't remember this, you can just say, I don't remember and I won't care. <laughs> okay. um, you know the scene where Harry and Ron drink the polyjuice potion and they change yep. it to Greg and Goyle? Remember it well. What, like, how was it to film that scene when you were trying to stop them in the corridors and then Malfoy's like, no, nope, yeah, you're coming like, with us. Like, that scene was really weird to film. And actually, like, it's a shame Josh, who plays Goyle, isn't here as well. He's here, but he's not in here right now with us um, because he will remember probably differently because they had to learn how to talk because it was obviously it was uh, the guys who play Crab and Goyle yeah. pretending to be Harry, Harry and Ron, Ron pretending to be, be them. them. So they had they apparently spent like weeks before we filmed that scene having to watch the first film over and over and over and again with um we had this lady called sandra who was what she was called the dialect coach so she helped us as kids like with how to phrase things and how to get the like how to say things correctly so that it made sense on a film because like if you talk too fast or too slowly or you get the emphasis the words wrong but she she helped them to like do impressions of daniel and rupert who play harry and rod but it was really weird because they were so good at it. They were so good at it that it was really weird because, like, they got... I can't, I can't do it, but... <laughs> but, like, Josh was... Um, yeah, Josh was doing Harry, so he had, like, the glide, but he got everything about it exactly right. It was really weird. And then, yeah. of course, there's the famous bit that, you know, the line where, where Draco says, I didn't know you could read. Well, he made that up. Tom made that up when we were doing it. Oh. Like, that wasn't in the script. Honestly, and that it, yeah. was, like, the most that's iconic the part script. of that yeah. scene. It's, that's, like, not in the script, and it's, the like, the most iconic bit. Love it. It's, like, the most iconic yeah. part of that scene. <laughs> wow. wow. That, that's cool. Um, okay. I think it's your turn, so. <laughs> oh, so what was something that, like, really awed you when you were, like, making the film? Awed me. Like, yeah, like, oh, okay. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. How is this I happen? mean, literally all of it. Because every single day, like when I was 16, when we started filming and I'd never done, I, I'd never been, I did acting at school. Like I was in musicals at school and I was in a theater group and stuff, but I'd never had a job as an actor or anything like that. And, um, 
So literally every single day was like, oh, this is amazing. And I didn't know they made films. Like, <laughs> but like you turn up and there would literally, like you turn up to Great Hall and the bit where all the owls fly in with the post, there were owls that flew in with the, like real owls that flew in with the post. So every day it was something weird was happening. Like you would, there'd be owls flying in. Like there's a, there's a scene that got cut in the first film where Percy takes the Gryffindors up to the common room. You know, that means the whole bit. And at the end of that scene, there was a little extra bit where Neville can't find Trevor the Toad and Trevor the Toad is in Percy's pocket. So I had this like real toad in my pocket through that whole scene. It's weird. But like every single day, there was something really cool and really exciting. Um, And all those sets are so beautiful. And like, it's just, yeah, every single day, something would make you go, this is amazing. This is absolutely, like you're at Hogwarts every day. Like, it's going to be cool, right? Well, that's all my questions. I don't think I have any. No, okay. <laughs> they were good questions. Thank well, you for having me. Thank you for coming on our no, show. My pleasure. Coming. I hope it goes well. Thank you. Thank you. That was a really good interview with uh, you, Jordan, and Mr. Chris. Yep, I think it was. He definitely had a good time with you guys. We have the same. We so funny story. I'm taking this off track. He was up there wrapping up and there was another group interviewing him and they asked for a photo and he said, sure. Hey, he called my mom and he says, get the girls up here. Can the girls come up here? And we're like, yeah, sure. And he didn't tell us why or anything. That'd be me calling. Yeah. And he didn't tell us why or anything. So we thought something was wrong. Me in my platform boots and Jordan in her heels were running. Like it was probably like not it wasn't that far. But when you're running in those like types of shoes, it hurts. We ran as fast as we could. We ran up the escalator. We ran to the interview room. And we're like, what? What? What's wrong? What's wrong? And he's like, oh, nothing's wrong. You want to take a picture with Chris Rankin? And we're like, we ran that far to take a picture. And we're like, we said if something was wrong with you, we couldn't help you. And he's like, no, want to take a picture? And we're like, sure. And you can see in the picture of me and Jordan, we're like, we were like, (laughs) after that. And the people around us were like, why are they running? Like, why are they running so fast? They're weird. Yeah, but you have fun getting your picture with yeah. with Chris to and him, commemorate. And him sneaking in the middle of the convention pictures of all of us. He's hey, like, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. My so. mom didn't like when you took a picture of her at the table. <laughs> Well, anyways, going back on track, that was a really fun interview. And that's all we have for our LeakyCon adventure. So hopefully we get to go back next year, uh, invited back to do press for next year. That would be awesome. And hopefully we get more interviews as well. Uh, I want to say thank you to Chris for the interview, uh, because apparently on Saturday we were only one of two two interviews that that he did that day. So, so we, we got lucky. We are very thankful to Le- LeakyCon and to Chris Rankin for that interview. Yep. That was probably one of our few bigger names, even though Percy is the least like Weasley. But we forgive him 
but not his character. His character is a portrayal to the Weasley kind, but not him. So, is that all you have to say? That's all I got. So, thank you for listening to this episode slash interview of Adventures in Geek. And bye for now.